Hidden Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, Racism. And in this week's message, the preacher will bring a lesson that clearly shows from God's Word that God wants everyone to be saved, that He loves everyone equally, and that He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for the sins of all mankind. The preacher this week will bring together scientific and biblical proof that we are all of one blood and from one God who wants everyone in this world to know for sure that they are going to heaven. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, take your Bible and go to Proverbs chapter 30. Fast forward to the present. We're almost done here. Hang in there. And uh, Proverbs chapter 30. All right, um, Proverbs chapter 30. Now, if I had to describe this current generation that's coming in, and, and I'm not talking about saved people, I'm not talking about people who love the Lord, but just in the aggregate that, are, that, that were burning down college campuses just here several years ago and are tearing up our, our cities right now, the modern libs and Democrats and stuff that are fueling all this, this is where I would take you. Look at verse 11, Proverbs 30, verse 11. There's a generation that curseth their father and doth not bless their mother. There's a generation that are pure in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. That generation will judge every previous generation in light of their standards of right and wrong. Totally without context. So you know who wins? Nobody except them. And again, I think so much of this is fueled by Marxism. Of course, Marxism is about overthrowing the current establishment, government, culture, and then replacing it with a, uh, a total a totalitarian uh, a regime, and, uh, and, and, and that's another subject for another time. But look at verse 13. There is a generation. And by the way, they're, very, they're, they're vicious. If you will look at verse 12, they are vicious in their criticism of every, everybody else, and they're big on exposing. Nothing's private anymore. Nobody, nobody, nobody has a man-to-man, eyeball-to-eyeball, confidential, one-on-one discussion anymore. Instead of, I must tell Jesus, it's I must tell Facebook. And the whole world has to see everybody's dirty laundry. I don't understand that. That is a generation gap. Uh, they're all about exposure, yet they're extremely sensitive about any criticism of themselves. That's what I've noticed as a pastor. I've been in this thing over 40 years, and that's one of the big cultural shifts I've noticed in dealing with younger people. They're great. It's just shredding you up one side down the other, doing it on social media so the whole world can see it. And then they can't, they can't take the slightest little correction. You know what that is? That's less a generational problem, less a racial problem or ethnic problem or any other liberal Democrat or Republican or conservative problem that is just a sin problem. Great peace are they which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. You know why if I'm right with God, you can't offend me? Because if you'll say, well, DeMichael, you're this bad thing and that bad thing and that bad thing. And I'm thinking, yeah, you don't know the half of it. You don't know a tenth of what God knows. So it doesn't offend me. Now, when I think I'm something more than I am, Everything starts offending me. And pretty soon it's pride of faith, pride of grace, and pride of race. Look at verse uh, 13. There is a generation, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords, and their jaw teeth as knives, to devour the poor from off the earth, and the needy from among men. Um, this is the crowd, that if you disagree with them about abortion, 
and say you shouldn't kill little babies of any race, all of a sudden you're a racist. If you say, I don't believe in, I, be, I, believe, I believe a marriage, you don't have to say homosexuality is wrong. I believe a marriage is between a man and a woman. Oh, you're a racist. By the way, that's to scare you. You might as well get used to it. If you believe the Bible, if, if you believe half of what's in the Bible, they're going to accuse you of being a racist. I'm waiting for them to say, oh, you believe the gospel? You're a racist. You, you believe in having police around. You're, you're a racist. Uh, I believe this. I believe a big lockdown is coming down someday. I don't know if some of us that are older will be around, and maybe the Lord will come back before this happens. But I believe they have figured out they can lock you down on certain issues. They're going to lock the whole world down, in particular this country, to try to bake, break the back of our economy, and capitalism in particular, and our way of life, through global warming. Uh, Biden has already said that in his uh, economic package that he would propose and so forth, uh, there's trillions of dollars to stop global warming. And what's going to happen when they say, okay, we got to shut down because the earth needs a break? And if you don't, you are a, apply the R word. In fact, you're the worst of racists because you hate everybody. Okay? Now, I've already told you, I'm willing to go along with this other thing because I think there's some truth to this virus thing. It's real. And, and you know, how much should we shut down, shouldn't shut down, all that stuff. Everybody's got their argument. Everybody's got their view. And we're trying to, you know, you know, get down center lane between everything and figure it out and get it right best we can. But I'll tell you something right now. When they say we got to close down because of global warming, if I'm still around and I'm your pastor, it's time for civil disobedience. I am participating. Because I, I, think, I think that's the biggest religion going against the Bible in the world today, and we haven't seen the full fruit of that thing blossom yet. So, um, again, a generation, just disagree with them. Uh, you become a racist. Go to uh, Isaiah chapter 29. Isaiah chapter 29. Now, I got a little ahead of myself uh, this morning, and I'll do it again tonight. I, I believe the solution to real racism and prejudice is obeying the Great Commission. You cannot obey the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28 to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, whether you're part of the team that stays home and supports and sends and prays, or whether you're the ones that actually go and live in another culture and give up your culture and, and all the things that you're familiar with and, and any part of that that you're in, there's no way you can be racist or be prejudiced if you're involved in the Great Commission. That is the solution to any real racism that there is around. But go to chapter 29. That make a man an offender for a what? A word. Uh, the liberals, the media create these hot-button words, and some of them aren't even worth using. What, what's the point? But they make a man an offender for a word, but not for actions. Do you ever notice how everybody is collectively guilty of everything, but nobody is individually responsible for anything? That's communism, by the way, folks. And that's what I was saying to you this morning. This, this secular psychology and humanism has permeated our culture so thoroughly. I'm afraid it's, it's permeated a lot of... Uh, a lot of God's people's thinking. Uh, John MacArthur had an interesting uh, statement about this, about this current generation. He says, there are people, increasing uh, numbers of them, so obsessed with this issue that they seem to be able to find proof of racism in practically everything that is said or done by anyone who doesn't share their worldview. He said that it's quite common these days for Christian leaders addressing the issue to call for people who have never harbored a racist thought to confess the guilt of racism because their ancestors may have been racist. 
Expressions of repentance have been demanded of white evangelicals for no actual transgression, but because they are perceived to have benefited from white privilege. Supposedly, their skin color automatically makes them culpable for the racism of the past. I got a question for you. How is that not racism? One influential evangelical leader in an article titled, We Await Repentance for Assassinating Dr. King, suggested that racial reconciliation in the church cannot even start until white Christians confess their parents' and grandparents' complicity in murdering a man who only preached love and justice. And it goes on and on. So let's take our Bibles and go to Second Peter chapter 2, and let's talk about what's going on in our streets. And by the way, it's the majority of the people that are tearing up our big cities right now are whites, the Santifa crowd. Second um, Peter chapter 2. Uh, what happened up in Minnesota was, was deplorable, and the man that did it should be punished accordingly. But now it's being used as an excuse to try to destroy our entire society. It has nothing to do with racism. That is the pretense. Second Peter chapter 2. And verse 9, the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under the day of judgment to be punished, but chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government. Presumptuous are they, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Now, again, notice despise government. You need government. You need order. Uh, there's three institutions that are pillars of our society. The church is a pillar and ground of the, of the truth. The family is the nurturing and uh, a, a, a bonding and growing and raising of children unit that's so critical to all aspects of society. But you got government, and law enforcement's part of government to protect your person, to protect your property. And without it, you're just, I mean, you're, you're just open to everything. Everybody is. Uh, verse 11, whereas angels which are greater in power and might bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord, but these as natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that, that they understand not and shall utterly perish in their own corruption. And so receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are and blemishes sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you. Eyes full of adultery that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls and hard have they exercised with covetous practices, cursed children. Now, this is an interesting article by a black preacher named Michael Massey. I won't read the whole article to you. This came out in 2006. But he challenges um, Jesse Jackson about why don't you preach the gospel of Jesus Christ? Why don't you try to win people to the Lord Jesus Christ? Why are you preaching social justice and turning our people into a bunch of victims when you need to preach repentance so they can trust Christ and be saved and go to heaven? We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled Racism by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, we have heard numerous examples from the Bible of how people like Paul the Apostle labored to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ not only to his own people, but to those throughout the world that had never heard. And this is the very message that God wants to get across to us today. God wants everyone, no matter what they look like or where they were born, to know that he loves them and sent his son Jesus Christ to die for their sins. And if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. 
And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. And of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.